Welcome to Big Skywriter, the podcast for storytellers of all shapes and sizes. Here's the host of Big Skywriter, Clint Morey. Thank you, Mark, and thank you for dropping by to listen. This is episode 36. Anybody know a good lawyer? Okay, here's the deal. I've got a problem, and it's a serious problem. So serious, in fact, that I need a lawyer. Not just any lawyer, mind you. I need a good lawyer. No, no, not not just a good lawyer. I need a great lawyer. Here's why. There appears to be, perhaps, a lot of evidence against me. That's why I need a great lawyer. You know, one of those lawyers that rich people hire who are able to get their client off, even if their client is guilty, that kind of a great lawyer. You see, and I might not have mentioned this earlier, but the real problem is I am guilty. I deserve to be convicted. I deserve to be punished. But I don't want to be convicted, and I certainly don't want to be punished. That's why I need a great lawyer. A lawyer who can persuade the judge that I don't deserve the judgment that, in fact, I do deserve. Now, there's an interesting, and some might say ominous verse in the Bible. In Hebrews 9.27, it says, It is appointed for man to die once, and after that comes judgment. Now, I don't know about you, but I really don't like the idea of judgment, especially when I know I'm guilty. Now, this isn't like going into traffic court and trying to talk your way out of a parking ticket. The judgment I'm facing is a little different. The judgment I am facing concerns my entire life. Everything I've said, everything I've done, everything I've thought, absolutely everything. And the judge, here's the kicker, the judge is God who knows everything I've done, everything I've said, and everything I've thought. That's why I need a great lawyer. Now, I've lived a long time, which is just another way of saying I'm old, and it's entirely possible that I might have broken a few of God's laws along the way. Okay, okay, maybe more than a few. Now, I can argue that others have done worse than me, but that really isn't much of a defense. If you don't believe me, try going through a school zone at 70 miles an hour and then explaining to the police officer, you really don't deserve a ticket because you haven't committed murder. The way justice works is, if it can be shown that I broke even one of God's laws, I'm toast, literally. You see, the penalty for breaking God's laws is rather severe. The Bible says, for the wages of sin is death. And that's in Romans 6.23. And that's not talking about, well, you're going to kick the bucket and be stuck in the ground. That happens to everyone. No, it's talking about something a little more serious. The penalty for breaking God's laws is eternal punishment in a place we just don't like to talk a whole lot about. And that place is called hell. 
The Bible describes hell as a fiery furnace. It talks about there being weeping and gnashing of teeth, and it talks about lasting forever. Now, that's definitely a place I don't want to visit, let alone be stuck in for eternity. Now, do you understand why I need a great lawyer? Now, before you get too worried about me, there is a way out. The Bible says that God loves me. You may know the verse, John 3:16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Okay, I like that idea. God loves me. But how can he forgive me for all the times I have broken his law? I am guilty. I admit it. Well, the Bible also says, if anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. Now, advocate is a fascinating word. It could even be considered another word for lawyer, someone who will intercede with God on my behalf. The Bible teaches that if I accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior, he becomes my advocate. And Jesus knows I'm guilty of breaking God's laws, and he knows that I deserve to be punished. But Jesus does something that most lawyers don't do. Jesus took the penalty for my sins. That's why he died on the cross, to pay for my sins, so that I don't have to suffer that punishment. Now, how many lawyers do you know who would take on themselves the penalty for their guilty clients' sins? The title of this episode is, Anybody Know a Good Lawyer? I can answer that question because I know a good lawyer, a great lawyer. His name is Jesus. He paid the price for my sins so that I could spend eternity with God and not in that other place. But he also paid the price for your sins. All you have to do is turn to him and accept him as Lord. Reviews One of the things my wife and I enjoy doing at the end of the day is sitting together on the couch and listening to Audible read us a book. So uh, I would like to recommend to you the book that we're currently reading through. It's called Defying Hitler. Now, I did a review on this book, oh, maybe a year and a half ago, uh, but I still think it's something you should read today because of what is happening in our society. Defying Hitler shares the very personal experiences of a German who went through his own country's defeat in World War I, the hyperinflation of 1923, and the rise of the Nazis to power in the 1930s. And while we may be going into a time of hyperinflation soon, I'd really like to focus on the part of the book that dealt with the Nazis' rise to power. As the author shared his experiences, I found there were so many similarities to what is happening in our world today. In 1933, the author was preparing for his exams to become a lawyer. And one of the things he did is he joined a study group to prepare for those exams. And that group had a mix of people in it. There was a national socialist, that's someone who's a, either is or is going to become a, a Nazi. Uh, there was a communist. There were traditional people. There was a Jew. Uh, and as they began studying for their exams, they found they also had spirited discussions about the current topics of the day. 
But you know what? Even though they had different backgrounds and views, they were friends. They enjoyed one another's company. They had beers together. They laughed. They had a good time. However, when the Nazis took control in their government, they found their friends would no longer speak to one another. Some even feared that their former friends might turn them into the government for having wrong ideas. Have we reached that stage in our society yet? I think so. There are some things we just can't discuss. We aren't even allowed to disagree with one another. We must believe what we're told to believe or else. We must use certain words, not use certain others. We must avoid or cancel certain people. Um, it is very similar to what was going on to Germany in the time of Hitler's rise to power. Now, I think it will be worthwhile to read this book. I'll include a link to that video I did about a year and a half ago. But even if you don't look at that, I would encourage you to go to Amazon and pick up this book. It is worth the read. Be the reason someone smiles today. God has placed each of us in this world so that we can make a difference for good in the lives of people around us. In the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus told his followers to let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. And that should be our goal each day, to let our light shine so that people can see how great God is. Now, in this podcast, uh, I'm going to try to just share examples of people or organizations that are letting their light shine. And today I want to introduce you to an organization that really impressed me. It's called the Tim Tebow Foundation. Now, any of you into sports, you probably know who Tim Tebow is. And he has been raked through the coals because, well, he was an NFL quarterback for a while and everyone just said he has no talent. Now, how you have no talent and be a Heisman Trophy winner the you know earlier, I'm not real sure. But he has gotten attacked for being a talentless person in the NFL, for being a talentless person in uh, baseball, professional baseball. But an awful lot of the people complaining about him, you, if you listen to them, you understand they really don't like he's a Christian. <laughs> That's a terrible thing to be. And they just rip him apart often. But the organization that he set up, his foundation, I, I think does just a great work. It tries to bring light and joy into the lives of people who face some real challenges. Now, I'm going to include a link to their website and to a couple of their videos in the show notes. And I want to encourage you to check them out. This is the type of thing we should be doing. Hopefully, it will encourage you to either help support that organization or it will encourage you to start looking around and saying, what can you do to be a light for the world? Now, before I go, I'd like to share a blessing with you from the Old Testament. May the Lord bless and protect you. May the Lord's face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious to you, show you his favor, and give you his peace. Number 6, 24 to 26. Until the next time, be the reason someone smiles today. Thank you.